Hi, I'm Brayden. And I'm Alicia. And this is Lobster and Lasagna, where we talk about mental health, physical health, and anything in between with relationships and marriage. Don't forget to rate and follow our show on whatever platform you listen to and leave us feedback or any topics you want us to discuss. Welcome to the show. Yay! What's up, everybody? Y'all, I'm from the South all of a sudden. I feel like we need a better, I don't love saying y'all, but I'm trying not to say you guys anymore, or you guys, <laughs> <laughs> because to be more gender neutral, and the only thing there is is like you all, or y'all. You guys, you guys. <laughs> oh my God, there's so many cool things that have happened. Yeah, give us an update, Brayden. Where are we at? I passed the boards. Yay! I'm officially a physical therapist. So exciting. What which is a pretty sweet. amazing hurdle. Oh my lord. You have finally jumped over. Yeah. I kind of wanted, I think we'll talk about that today. Yeah. So we thought we'd talk about just like your experience at school, right? And what it's been like for our relationship, going back to being um, an adult again. You often use that phrase, yep, yep. you were adult. Whole, this whole time, um, yeah, what it's been like for our relationship while you've been in school, going back to school older, yeah, at 30, yeah, and then just entering this new exciting chapter mm-hmm. with a new job and yeah, not being a student anymore. No, weird, this is just a weird experience. Mm-hmm. Being a student kind of sucks, yeah. I mean, when you're younger and you don't have much going on, being a student's kind of fun because mm-hmm. there's parties on the weekends and. Yeah. Meeting a bunch of new people and it's exciting and part of that was still fun for me meeting new people and being mm-hmm. part of a uh, experience but fuck like the amount of stress that it put on me yeah. um, I put it on myself but at the same time there was a lot of stress well I think you cared a lot right mm-hmm. which <laughs> hopefully most or not hopefully but I think most people going to graduate school really do care this is mm-hmm. a big thing they're investing time and money and energy into. well that's the thing too though if you think about my journey with education this time mm. when I was younger I was not doing very well I did fine I did well enough but when I started this journey at 30 and going back I was going with the expectation that I'm going to get into grad school. So I had that pressure on myself from day one rather than it being like, I'm in grad school, i got to step up the game. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people realize that too. Sometimes they're, if their plan is to go to grad school, they have to hustle and they have to really like, mm. they, it's super competitive. So I had to have like the highest GPA possible and get the best scores on the GRE and, you know, just make sure I was focused the whole entire time, which I don't know if you realize that sometimes when you're younger. So if I feel like if I went back and went when I was younger, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been able to focus as much. I honestly think when I went back older, I was more focused and actually did much better. Well, I think when you're older, you care about things more too, Mm -hmm. right? You're more engaged. For sure. And versus, you know, when you go to school at 18, 19, who the hell knows what they really want to do? And it's mm-hmm. your first time away from home. And there's just mm-hmm. so many things. But why don't you back up and you start kind of like what prompted you to 
you know, go from your graphic arts background, then I know you got into the personal training. We've kind of touched on that a little bit in other episodes. But then what really kind of, you know, the journey, like mm-hmm. when you started at USM mm-hmm. in Portland, Maine. Yeah. For um, your undergrad. Uh, I I needed I needed a undergrad degree. I needed a bachelor's degree in order to get into physical therapy. And a lot of the clients that I had when I was doing the personal training were telling me, you know, you'd be a great physical therapist. And I started thinking about what I was actually doing with them. And I was on kind of the physical therapy aspect of things. I was working with a lot of older patients that had um, past medical history of strokes or pacemakers or fibromyalgia or just all kinds of limitations in general, frozen like that, shoulder. That rehab side of things, yeah. in addition to like, how do we make you stronger, healthier, yeah. and move your body in a way? Yeah, and so that kind of like made me realize, okay, yeah, I could do the physical therapy thing, but what does it take to get to be a physical mm-hmm. therapist? And I looked it up, and I was like, oh my god, this is like <laughs> another. It's potentially another seven years of school. Yeah, and. It's been a journey. Uh, it was a journey. But there, there was something that was just like, you know what? Go for it. Yeah. Um, and so you and I had conversations about it. I feel like... What it was going to look like, how our, <coughs> we were going to balance our relationship and stuff. We had to make that decision before I did it because we knew that situation. journey was going to be a long journey. Yeah. So you started at USM in... 2015. The fall of 2015. 2015, yep. And then I was done uh, spring of 2018. And then we kind of used that year to apply for graduate programs, and you mm-hmm. took a year off and you worked. Mm-hmm. And that was a really good year. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was a great year because I was an adult, and I didn't yeah. have the pressures of school that, mm-hmm. like, l- lingering over my head. I think that was one feeling I had a lot of the time was just, there was all this stuff that was ahead of me or that I needed to do or that needed to be in in line in order to make everything go in the direction it needs to go. I think in a lot of ways when you were in school or really when anyone's in school, it's only so possible to find balance. Mm-hmm. I think there's always going to be like this kind of uneven you know, focus more on, on school and what you have. And I think, you know, and as a result, like other things do kind of take the back seat. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that there, it's possible for it to be done a different way necessarily. Um, because it is such a, a heavy thing. I think it can be done differently, but it's hard to realize when you're in the moment that mm-hmm. it needs to be done differently or that it, because I definitely, I feel like when I first started going to USM, like I was just in it to win it, like grinding, grinding, yeah. grinding, 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 grinding. And you and I didn't really have conversations about it. I think we were just like, all right, we're in it. So let's just fucking do it and mm-hmm. get it done. And I think we also were dealing with other stuff outside of that. But I feel like we were distracted. I think we were distracted by what else was going on, and I think that we didn't really notice. But I would say once we got in, once I got into grad school is when things started to shift, and I was like, okay, I need to, I need to somehow balance. Um, and then COVID just fucked everything up anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 
yeah, going back when you're older in general, in my mind, everybody's always like, I would never do it. I could never do that. That's crazy. Good for you. Yeah, you know, and I'm just like, thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> but in my mind, I'm, I'm like, anybody can do it if they really want to. If it's yeah. something that you want and it's something you feel passionate about or excited about, I think that was, I would, I think that was kind of the cool thing for me was more of the excitement and the passion that I had kind of found going, going in that direction, which is what motivated me. But then again, we talked about it in one of the other episodes. I feel like I would put like the blinders on and just get sucked in. Yeah, and I, I think, I mean, it was hard on a relationship, you know, this period is kind of like where I think you would go through, where you get really like tunnel vision and it's really hard for you to kind of come up for air mm-hmm. um, because you are so focused. But there is a part of me that just feels like graduate school and especially the program that you chose is extremely stressful. Mm-hmm. And I do think it, it, it's only so possible, you know, to not have that be the reality mm-hmm. you know how people say that you feel you feed off of energy mm-hmm. sometimes I wonder if the program or grad school would be that intense if everybody could just take a step back take a deep breath and realize that it's mm-hmm. just you're doing this for a reason yeah you don't need to be the best of the best you don't need to be the cream of the crop you can just take in and absorb as much as possible through the experience and not have to be perfect on everything. Cause I feel like there was a lot of perfection that I've seen and a lot of pressure. I'm not, I, I have no idea where the pressure is coming from cause I'm not everybody, but I, I could sense that there was a lot of pressure even in grad school when in my mind I'm like, okay, I'm here. Like, I had to, I did I did get consumed by it a little bit occasionally and I had to remind myself like you made it you're in grad school like yeah, I'm doing it I'm doing it right now I don't need to I don't need to have that amazing GPA anymore I don't need to be you know top of the top of the class like in order to become a physical therapist I just need to absorb as much knowledge as I can and be a really good clinician and then pass the board mm-hmm. um, so it is interesting, though, kind of, like, to think about our different graduate experiences, and I do think it's kind of, like, worth talking about a little bit, because I think sometimes in the beginning I was very much kind of my perspective as well, like, well, I went to graduate school. Why is this, like, you know, so much more stressful? And then when I, when we moved here and I started working, um, you know, in a medical setting Mm -hmm. a lot of people when I would tell them like oh yeah my husband's you know at at UMass Lowell for he's getting his doctor of physical therapy everyone's response was like oh like he's basically in like medical school (laughs) right so like there I do think there is a difference and I think that really resonated with me and kind of like hearing people see that say that I'm like oh there there is a big difference here between kind of like you know and I'm not dissing people who get you know social science degrees I have one right Mm -hmm. but I I do think there is it's a little bit um easier maybe to kind of fumble through there's maybe more room for 
error, mm-hmm. right? Which I think maybe allows more room for balance. And I think maybe in more programs like yours, where people who go to PA school or um, become nurse practitioners, things like that, and PTs, like there is a little less room for error, yeah. right? It mm-hmm. is, things are much more, I don't know, just it seems more all consuming. Mm-hmm. I also feel like sometimes. A majority of people who go to medical school, any type of med school, you're going to find a majority of them are type A personality. Yeah, and They're, you're not, a type, not a, type a type A personality, which is so interesting for yeah. you to have been in that type of environment, yep. right? And I think it threw some people off because I'm, I'm just kind of a go-with-the-flow person, and I mean, I love the stuff I was learning, and mm-hmm. I liked to observe, absorb it, but I was never like... Okay, so you told me this, and it needs to be this, and it needs to be like this, and it goes like this, and it goes like that. Mm. And that's the only way it's going to go. I was more of like, oh, you told me this. So that means that this could potentially work, and this might work, and that might work, and this. Like, I just could kind of flex with a lot of stuff. And one of the biggest sayings, there's a lot of people that would probably laugh when they hear this, but one of the biggest sayings you'll hear here in med school a lot is, it depends. <laughs> Because you always have questions like, well, what happens if you have a patient has this, this and this? What do you do? And there's no like black and white answer on how you do it. Like Mm -hmm. everybody's different. So it does depend on the situation. Like what are their labs or what's their past medical history or what's their um, support system at home? Like there's a lot of different things that play into it. So it depends is a big thing. So I think that that worked out in my favor a little bit that I'm not a type A. But. I would definitely say that a majority of people that are in med school are type A personalities where they, they're very rigid and they're very in line and organized and everything has to be in its own place and I am definitely not that person. Do you feel like, so you kind of talked about a way it played to your advantage, do you feel like that was ever a challenge or kind of created clashes? Definitely, because um, type A personalities included <laughs> professors. Yeah. And professors don't really like I'm sure there's a few of them that viewed me as this uh, lazy, mm. bare minimum person who just didn't 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 work hard enough. Didn't care. Enough didn't or care. Yeah. yeah, and far from it. Yeah. Far from the case. I just wasn't so like I didn't need to be the teacher's pet. I didn't need to be the the shining star. Like mm-hmm. I was more of like I'm in the trenches with people. I have this background knowledge on the personal training, the athletic training, and working with people and seeing a lot of different things and injuries and all kinds of stuff that I had seen. So I'm going to use that to teach other people along the way and then kind of almost trade the knowledge because there were definitely people in the class that were really smart on things that I had never really seen. And so I just absorbed that. And so it's, it's definitely a give and a take kind of thing with that. I feel like you and I both, too, when it comes to schools and academia in general, you know, in our our differing experiences, we care Mm -hmm. about grades and GPAs, but only to a point. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes in certain programs that can (laughs) 
create a clash too, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe you experienced that, right? Kind of like, you know, I can still graduate with a 3.0 or whatever yeah. versus I don't need the 4.0, right? I don't yeah. need the, the yeah. A on every single thing. Like, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, no one gives a shit in the real no, world nobody later really cares. on. If I, if, I, if I care for my patients, I'm working on the quality of life. Mm-hmm. They're getting quality care and I'm able to get them better, stronger, out of pain, you know, back to functional movements, mm-hmm. back to able to do what they are with whatever they have, you know, to their maximum. Like when it comes down to it, as long as I'm doing all those things, it doesn't matter what grades I got in school. It doesn't really matter what the score I had on the, the board exam was. None of that matters. All that matters is that I am actually doing my job. It does seem, though, there's, like, such a big focus on that sometimes, though. And mm-hmm. if you are the type of person like you, right, and, like, and, and also me, who are kind of, like, step back and kind of push against that and say, like, hey, actually, I don't think this matters that much, you then are seen as, like, lazy, lazy or kind of, like, oh, you're so lackadaisical, you're not taking this seriously, mm-hmm. which is not true by any means, but mm-hmm. you're able to kind of have that awareness of, mm-hmm. you know, like, you... You're not, no one is a walking encyclopedia, right? Like, mm-hmm. you can't know every single thing, nope. nor do you need to, nope. right? You need to know how to access the information to best serve the, the people thing. you're working with. That's the biggest right? thing to me. And obviously, there's baseline stuff we all, based on our professions, you know, mm-hmm. know and can Red kind of robot out. But Red flags, emergency yeah. situations, how to handle those emergency mm-hmm. situations, those are important. But yeah, when it comes down to how to rehab a shoulder. There are so many different philosophies and so many different ideas on how to do that, that why do I need to be super rigorous? Like, there's protocols, and every physician has their own protocol, and they do vary. They change. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely precautions that they they teach you that are important that you uh, need to make sure that you understand, but everything is different. Do you feel like that was something you pushed up against a lot in the program? I feel like I pushed a decent amount, but at the same time, I think I think I at some point you just have to just accept that these are the hoops to jump through. Roll your eyes super hard and just get it through <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's really it is kind of frustrating. There are definitely a couple times where I was painted as uh, somebody who was just doing the bare minimum and mm-hmm didn't work very hard and um because I, I am like I said I'm the type of person where the grades don't really matter to me if I know how to find the information or take care of a patient and yeah, keep them safe they only matter to a point yeah mm-hmm. yeah and I think at that point I realized that you know what it's there's there's no point in trying to push back so much because it's only going to potentially harm my ability to get through the program so I towed the line yeah it is frustrating, though, to have to do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you feel during the whole entire, like, I feel like we haven't really, honestly, we haven't really talked about it. We haven't about debriefed. It. Yeah, we haven't debriefed. <laughs> I mean, we kind of debriefed the year between, and you were like, oh, my God, this is so much better yeah, with undergrad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what was the, what was a struggle for you? What was a challenge for you while I was in school, either undergrad or grad school, really? <laughs> I think the consistent struggle with both and and I think undergrad was so different because of our living situation was very different and now you know we're in our own home and and so that has made some things better but I think 
across the whole the whole period that you were in school, the whole seven years, um, it just always was hard how like one track minded you would get mm-hmm. about things. And I think other than school, you it was hard for you to have a lot of space for other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that you would, you know, if I was like, Hey, let's go do this. You would, you, you know, you would participate and you would mm-hmm. do it. But I think it was, it always felt like there was something else in the background mm-hmm. going on for you. Yeah. You know, there was always like something else that you kind of had hanging over your head. And I think, you know, just in our lives in general, I I feel like when you're not in school, I feel like you're just so much more present and mm-hmm. aware mm-hmm. about like us and our relationship, our lives, what keeps our lives kind of running in a comfortable, orderly manner. And I feel like when you're in school, like you your space and capacity for that is almost non-existent. Mm-hmm. And I think that probably has always been, you know, during this journey, the hardest thing for me Mm -hmm. is kind of, um, remembering that and accepting it and not taking it personally or getting Mm -hmm. super frustrated thinking that you're just an asshole who doesn't care about anything, which Mm -hmm. is definitely not true. Um, but, and, and sometimes it was hard, I think, to carry like that, that weight a little bit too on my end. Mm-hmm. So, because I think you you just were in a place where you could do it, and obviously, even though we talked about all this before, you know, you did the things. It's also a different reality doing it for <laughs> long periods long of times. Time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's interesting though. It's, it's I think it's a good thing that when you did a request or you talked to me or you mm-hmm. came to me that I was able to be present in that. Yeah, for sure. But you're absolutely right. I was not aware of anything else other than deadlines in school assignments that were done what's up next um i don't i don't know how i did it but in the beginning of undergrad i was working too i know i don't know how you did that either i i mean here i'll break down one of the uh, the schedules in the beginning of (laughs) that so when i first moved back i got a job at the bar i was working I was working a night shift on the bar on Mondays. I'd get to, I had class Monday late morning. I'd get out of that. I'd go to work from about five at night till one o'clock in the morning. You stayed at a friend's house Monday nights. Until. Yeah, so I would I would get out. We'd get the bar would close at one. We'd get out of there at two. I'd get to the buddy's house at like two thirty, fall asleep maybe three three thirty in the morning. And then I'd have 8 a.m. class on Tuesday. So I'd get up off of his couch, get the 8 a.m. class, and then I would have 8 a.m. up until, I think that day it was like 3.30, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And then I would do that. And then I was building that in-law apartment with my dad yeah. on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm taking, I was taking 21 college credits that semester. Yeah. Which is absurd because most people are taking like 16. Mm-hmm. So I was taking like two to three more classes than most people were taking. And still being able to maintain the highest GPA possible. It's so interesting to think about like that time period. If anything, I feel like it was almost easier than like you said because we mm-hmm. were both in such like a hustle mm-hmm. grind yeah, mode. We were and I almost think it got harder when we moved to Lowell and we bought our home because 
for me, it was like, oh, you know, now like we're, li- you know, like we can be settled. We and have like, our space. Yeah. And like we have our own space and, you know, and I got a job that I really like and I was feeling settled and like having you not feel or be able to be settled in the same way with me mm-hmm. actually was almost harder than before. Yeah. Yeah. And then COVID. Yeah, and then COVID obviously Still made things like a lot of whack. difficult. But. but yeah, I definitely I would agree with you that I would get in tunnel vision and was not mm-hmm. able to to really focus on things that were not school unless you requested it from me. Yeah. Which I'm sure was really was reflecting on it now is probably really really tough. But I was just so consumed that I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know if there's a way I could have fixed that or changed That's what that. I was trying to say at the beginning. I don't, I you know, I I don't know how much more balance there was really possible. It would have had to have been essentially like class, a class schedule. Yeah, we would have had to do, do a schedule of <laughs> this is when we go on a date. Yeah, this is when yeah. you do this. Yeah. This and I, you know me, I don't like that. I know you don't. I know so. you definitely prefer spontaneity. Mm-hmm. And which doesn't mean that you don't like rituals and routines. No. So, because you're definitely okay with that. Interestingly, though, I think, you know, whenever we talk about this experience, a lot of people, um, like, feel like maybe our hardest thing would have been, like, me being, like, the the primary income mm. throughout the experience. And actually, like, that doesn't, like, rank on my radar at all as something mm-hmm. that was, well, I say that, and then <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to correct that a little bit. So the only way that, like, would come up is there were there have been different periods where we were, you know, because we've relied mainly on my income through, through, through this time. You've worked occasionally when you could, sometimes during money. periods, yeah, and then other periods you general. haven't been able mm-hmm. to. Multiple avenues. Yeah. Sold um, my body. Yeah. Sold your I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Are you just picturing, now. Now I'm like, just picturing yeah, what I'm kind like of women to- I would get? I just like totally, or men, who knows? I'm or mean, just totally distracted now. <laughs> 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 Are you just thinking about how much you would pay me? No, I was you're thinking. Like, you're worth a dollar. I was thinking about your one old Halloween costume. Oh, party boy? <laughs> <laughs> just like picturing you in the little black thong. In the thong? <laughs> thong with a bow tie. The tearaway pants. Oh my god. Anyway, I'm totally don't even I've lost my train of You're thought here by picturing this. Um yeah, but the 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 money part I think that was sometimes difficult for me was not I never felt like, oh I'm so frustrated, you're not contributing, or like I out earn you, or this is so annoying. It was more there were times where I would feel a lot of pressure around making money Mm. Um, because I felt like that was almost like my end of our bargain. And so sometimes I think I would experience stress about like not making enough myself to kind of like make sure that you and I were okay. Mm. Can I just say you nailed it out of the park? What? (laughs) Just money in general throughout the whole entire time. Thank you. We were able to buy our house. It's true. We were able so. to buy our house. Yeah. 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 And since moving here, things have been easier in that regard. I actually mm-hmm. haven't felt that mm-hmm. um, in the last three years, right? Three years it's been. Yeah. And that one year so, of me working. Yeah. I just, that was definitely helpful. We too. saved it all. Yeah. 
So. And it's so exciting to kind of be coming back to that. I almost yeah. think in some ways you having that year off, right? Like, yeah, you would have ended it a year sooner if you didn't take the year off, blah, 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 blah. But I almost feel like you and I needed that year, like mentally, mm-hmm. emotionally for our relationship because it was such a good year of growth for us as a couple breath of fresh air is my yeah and i think it was a reminder of like why we're together what we like what we enjoy about each other and and the kind of hitting a pause on like oh like we haven't lost ourselves Mm -hmm. because of school school has just made things more more difficult difficult, right but i think sometimes like when you're in something for so long it can start to feel like you do lose yourself a little or we lose ourselves Mm -hmm. as a couple Mm -hmm. and it was just such a great year to reconnect for you to like again you weren't in that tunnel vision anymore you were super aware and engaged and present Mm -hmm. and you know we we got to really enjoy that together i mean if you think about it the mental capacity that you need in order to do school especially over an undergrad doing way more credits than normal. Yeah, I feel like you should clarify that too because not only were you taking credits to get an undergraduate degree in athletic training, you were taking specific credits on top of that mm-hmm. to apply to yeah, a needed, DPT programs because they the require. They, yeah, they require, and those do not line up exact with what you were <laughs> required to undergrad. become an athletic trainer. So yeah. you were in a lot of ways mm-hmm. doing like. Like double and a half, a double or like you know yeah. one and a half of yeah. what it was like. A, it was like a, um, it was like, like being a, major a minor, and a minor. Yeah, yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In in three years. In three years, I did it in three years, and I, luckily I did have some college credits, like a transfer that helped, but I still needed a significant amount significant. of credits. And you banged it out in three years. Yeah, I did. It so in I mean, th- I think that just speaks to the intensity level. Mm-hmm. But I was the the capacity too. Like, I basically just shifted that capacity to us. Mm-hmm. I shifted that capacity yeah. to our apartment or whatever we're doing. Yeah, and our plans lives. And, 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 yeah, and, and it was just so, I think it, I would think it was much needed for both of us. Mm-hmm. I think you needed that break, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, as a result, it kind of gave us a good, it, like, helped us reset and kind of get us back to this really good base for the next three years of you being in You're a doctor right. It program. probably did help us quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, it helped us financially, but it also helped us emotionally and yeah. mentally. Mm-hmm. That's a valid point. Yeah, the last three years, I think, for me at least, as a result of that, were a little less difficult because I think I was able to then hone into, like, it's not going to be like this forever because mm-hmm. I had we had that, like, awesome year experience, right? And I was able to kind of reflect a little bit more and remind myself, it was like, this is coming, we're this is coming again. Yeah. And now we're there. I know, now we're there. <laughs> Still hits me randomly yeah, because it feels I mean, surreal. We're talking You just found three out days you, ago. you passed the boards, yeah, three days three ago. Three or four days ago I found out. And when you found out like, I started crying. It was just so crap. so exciting. Yeah. It's interesting. I think I've talked to you I talked to you about it. Like I feel like my emotions and my reactions are a lot of people think lower. Not you, as, you, they're blunted. Yeah, they're not yeah. As, as like, whoa, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not like <laughs> this guy screaming off the top of my lung out on the balcony at the neighborhood, like, I just fucking passed the bar. It's like, but I am excited about it. I think my my problem, I guess you could call it maybe, or my, my go-to thought process, like, okay, what's next? <laughs> mm. I don't really, I'm not good at uh, taking a moment and celebrating myself. Yeah. 
as much as I should. It's also a lot to process, though, too. Like, mm-hmm. that it happened, it's over, right? Because mm-hmm. it's such a high of emotions and intensity. Like, literally for the last three years, right? Like, mm-hmm. and really until, and even though you graduated the beginning of May, there still has been this intensity and pressure of, like, studying for the last three months and then taking the boards. And so I think it's a little bit... Sometimes it does make sense to me, like in this scenario, why your response is a little blunted because it's a lot to kind of come down from. Yeah. <laughs> right? To almost like you're you're almost like reintegrating your your yourself back into society. Yeah. <laughs> as as a person who can just yeah. have a family and go to work mm-hmm. and hobbies and things they enjoy. Yeah. From a full-time student, so focused, right? Like, and mm-hmm. that's that's a big shift in transition and reintegration. Yeah, I think part of it, too, is for a while, like, you should have that mentality, I think. You should have the mentality that you are a physical therapist. You have the skills, you're smart, you're able to do this stuff. But there was something that was telling me that the people that were around me, that were like, you can't say that. Nine you tell. can't say you're Nine a physical tell. therapist until you pass the boards. Yeah. And so... For a while now, I've been telling also no, no, you're not a physical. No, you're not a physical therapist. No, you're not a physical yeah. therapist. And now it's like, shit, I am a physical yeah. therapist. Like, because I passed the boards, I can say I am and not be legally in trouble. Yeah, yeah. And I think that 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 it's going to take a little bit to flip that switch from no, you're not, but no, you you are. Well, because it it is kind of this weird thing, right? Like you graduated, it was so exciting. Like your graduation, everything, and it was such a mm-hmm. like you know, like this positive relief and stuff. But then it was like, it's almost like when people say something positive and then they're like, but yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I feel like that's what it was like. Yeah. yeah you graduate, but <laughs> yeah, but you still got one more thing you got to do in order to actually be completely done. Yeah. Otherwise, and it's a pain in the fucking ass. And, and otherwise, if, yeah, you, oh, you can't do anything. You can't say that you are until you do that final thing. Yeah. The uh, athletic training was the same way. It was. At the end, it was like you couldn't say you were an athletic trainer. You couldn't use those certain letters at the end of your name until you passed the boards and you had your license because it was illegal. Something about that, though, felt very different. I mean, I still dealt with somebody um, threatening me. No, I'm not saying about that. I'm saying about, like, the pressure felt different about Mm. taking that licensure exam versus taking... The physical therapy board. I think because for me it was um, a stepping stone. It wasn't the end all. Yeah. And this it was, was a, like what you... Re- this is this what was you the want. end game. Yeah. This was this the end game. So it was a little bit more intense and more important. I felt like there was more in the line. Mm-hmm. Just for you emotionally. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. <sighs> but we can both breathe and mm-hmm. sigh. And I think, you know, this is just such a exciting new chapter for us that we're transitioning to... Right, mm-hmm. like you get to start working in September. Yeah, you get to start to be an adult again, like <laughs> I say. And yeah, and I'm just more happy when I'm an adult. You are, you are, and I think it just gives you so much more joy. Yeah. I think you're just so much more joyful. I can see the lightness in you. I get freedom, and it makes me happy. Because mm-hmm. I, I really feel like school was like a ball and chain. Yeah, it, it was. was. It was tethering me to. A certain stress level, a certain mm-hmm. thing that just needed to be done, and now I feel like 
I can get more creative, I can get more passionate, I can have more energy, and I can do it into things that I actually really enjoy, rather than jumping through the hoops and, mm-hmm. you know, making through the red tape and yeah. all the politics. And, and there's more time for your favorite thing, right? Mental wealth. My wife. <laughs> I said mental wealth. That was really nice of you, your wife. <laughs> Smart ass. Um, and soon to be kiddo. Yeah, yeah. So like kind of this double exciting transition i know i tell people that all the time i'm like yeah 2022 wasn't busy enough so i figured i'd graduate college take the boards get a job and have a kid fuck it (laughs) (laughs) i'm so excited for this chapter though that we're entering i feel like it's just going to be a really cool ride yeah i'm I'm looking forward to it yeah excited we're doing it together yeah Yeah. thanks everybody (laughs) 